0: Ooh, I like it. Feeling a little fancy. Yeah. Ted, with Roto-Rooter at the house, are you feeling fancy today? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why do they have to come back twice? What was going on? <laughs> Mike, we'll just start recording. Perfect. Thumbs up.
1: <laughs> go for go, go for launch. All right.
0: Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast. Couldn't do this. Or this. This is the podcast starring the Ted, S- the te- start the, starring the-, the Ted Smith and Cobb, the podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now.
1: That's why we're back here on uh, the uh, the the of the podcast. Uh, once again, I'll be your host, the uh, Ted Smith. Of course, uh, actually, again, he is to the left of me as we're on a Zoom. I guess my name is Cobb. Uh, so was here like somewhere in South State on two wheels. Scott, what's going on?
0: <laughs> what's going on everybody? Hope everyone's doing well. Enjoying their quarantine, riding it out. I think the city of Seattle is gonna YOLO out of quarantine on Saturday. That's my big bet of the week. <laughs> 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 Matt, for a change, Matt was not
1: getting the studio set up because I was getting the Zoom set up. <laughs> <laughs> MCTP Matt Thomas, the producer. What's up, Matt? Hey Ted. So let me explain why I sound so flustered right now. It's <laughs> Cobb, you might have had it. Oh. So let me take you back to not last weekend, the weekend before. I think I talked about this, but your toilet flushes. You know it's normal rate or whatever, right? So I flush my toilet like Sunday, middle of the night, right? And it just, it's just slow. It's not working right. So the next day, I put in some waste, but luckily, like, I didn't put any paper in. So anyway, basically every third flush, you got to plunge this thing, right? So this goes on for a couple days, but it's not like it's not like it doesn't not work every time. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Like low, yeah, and it's like real low flow and like, but so it's uh, so like the next day I call my building and they're like, sure, we're on it. We'll send the maintenance guy. So he comes down, still low flow. Like they send him back. I'm like, all right. Then she's like, hey, I'll call in the heavy guns. This was like last Thursday and call like a, the real plumber. I was like, great. Come home, flush is fine for like two or three flushes, middle of the night, same thing. (laughs) So then on Friday, so this is like, this was Thursday night, so Friday morning I text her, but then it's the weekend, so they don't show up. And then yesterday, Monday, they're like, yeah, it works. I get home, first flush, feeling good. By about 8 p.m. that night, same damn thing. So then this morning, I just called her to her cell phone. She's like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, No. I saw the maintenance dude and he's like, dude, they, they legit came over and they snaked it or whatever. He goes, they probably just have to snake it farther because who knows how far back that drain goes. And so I was like, all right. So, <laughs> so, I Wait, so at
0: this point, they've been out tw- – the plumber has been out once and the maintenance has been out once or the plumber has been out twice?
1: No, at this point last night, the maintenance guy had been in two or three times and, and the plumbers had been here twice. Jesus, dude. Right. They were here last week and then they were here. Right? That's, dude, that's stressful just hearing about, like you have uh, one toilet in your house. Right. And I felt bad because she's so nice and on it. And I saw her on Sunday and I was just like, Hey, sorry to bug you on the weekend. Like she's, she's like fried too. She's like, no, no, no. Like we're on it. Like something else is going on. Like they'll be there tomorrow. So that's what I'm saying. So when I called her this morning, I was just like, Hey Melissa, it's Ted down on one-on-one. She's like, what's up? And I was like, I'm, You're not going to like why I'm calling. She's like, really? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, all right. Like, I'm calling them right now. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So they came in today? They came in today, yeah. And then, uh, hang on, I'm trying to look at the message she sent me. She was like, "Uh, plumbers came back out today (laughs) and just – Complete fix on the toilet. They detached your toilet, so they got deeper into the pipes and were able to move what was obstructed. So you're good to go! Exclamation point.
2: Wow.
0: All right. We're
2: Exclamation
1: back. points all over the place today. Right. So I get home, feeling pretty pumped. Like not gonna lie, kicked the crap out of the last two hours of the uh, men's room today. Right. It's like on oh, funny, dropping jokes. Toilets working. I love Toilet's it. Toilets working. I'm flushing it. I'm talking to my mom. Like I'm just flushing it for fun. <laughs>
2: That big flush energy. Right?
1: Flushing with confidence. That's what I'm back to. I shouldn't say that yet, but that's what I'm hoping to get to. (laughs) But then, right, like, you know, Ted's up here. And it's like literally 620 right before I start, and I open my uh, old-ass MacBook Air, and it's just this (laughs) white screen. I'm like, what is going on? And then I look at my phone and Google it. It's called the white screen of
0: death. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Just in time for our Zoom cast.
1: Right? <laughs> so I'm going through everything in my head, like, oh, we'll just do it on the phone. But can I hit record? I'll give Matt the code. Like, <laughs> I hope I talk to them by eight. Like, I was just like, oh. So anyhow, so right before crunch time, I got this, got this motherfucker
0: restarted.
1: Yeah, I like, there it I'm is.
0: Before the podcast. We're back, baby. Let's go. Damn, dude. That honestly, that's like. That's stressful being in a house with no toilet or like, you know, one slightly working like you're limping it along. I mean, that's like a a kind of stress most people just don't understand. Yeah, right.
1: I mean, and it's not like I can run to like a store and poop.
0: Yeah, seriously. Like that, there's not a lot of alternatives. There's no
2: restaurants. Yeah. Coffee shops, all the usual spots. Right? Jesus. (laughs) So...
0: Yeah, from our, from our Zoom call the other day, did you end up doing the waffle stomp? <laughs> <laughs> was that what Taryn was calling it? <laughs> we don't need
1: to get into it. I just love the Taryn in the Stanwood lingerie. It's all flannel.
2: <laughs> I just saw lightning uh, out there. Yeah, really? it's it was gorgeous in for. Seattle today. Yeah. yeah but oh, probably, what time is that? We should be coming
1: through ours in a minute. What's that, Ted? I said we should get a cell coming through our neighborhood, too.
0: Why do they call them cells? Any idea, either of you guys?
1: It's a storm cell, but I don't know why they call them cells.
0: Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. I, I Ted, you know. you're my weather guy. Either.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> whatever. Forget whatever happens tonight. There'll be rain. There might be a couple showers tomorrow. It's going to be 80 this weekend.
2: Yeah. Dude, that's
0: why people are going to YOLO out of quarantine. I think, all right, the combined, did we talk about this in the last cast? Yeah, I was up to 50% on the last cast. Yeah, what's your percentage rating for people YOLOing out of quarantine on Saturday now? (sighs) I mean, I still think it's, where are you at? You you thought I was insane for saying 50. (laughs) Dude, that kettle's about to pop, man. Here's what's going on. First of all. Now we, so people got the new, they knew like something was going to go on. Maybe quarantine would be extended. And obviously the governor came out in Washington. We were supposed to be out on May 1st or May 4th, something like that. And he's like, Hey, yeah. He goes, actually, we're going to ride it on Friday. He said, we're going to ride it until the end of the month. And everyone's like, Oh, so they have that initial shock. And then they probably are like, okay, like I can do this, you know, just kind of grind it out another month. So they made their peace with it. But now we get about a week into it. And you're far enough into it where it hurts, but you're not far enough into it where you can see the end. Because it's still three weeks out. And now summer is just starting to hit Seattle. We had a beautiful day today. This Saturday, people are off work. It's supposed to be 85 degrees, which if you haven't been to Seattle, 85 degrees here is immaculate, unstoppable, best summers on earth, no question. And so when that thing hits, I get a, get the feeling – all the friends I've been talking to, everyone's like a simmering – like what's it called? Like a, a crock pot. And like I think – Boom, dude. Saturday, it's going to be a perfect confluence of events, and people are just going to YOLO and be like, you know what? I don't care anymore. I'm ripping off my mask. I'm going outside. So I think it all comes crashing down, and the government has to, like, retreat on Saturday.
1: Uh, I'm going to hold out faith that people in the city are better than that.
0: 80%. can't be 80%. 80% YOLO factor. I checked (laughs) it today. The YOLO factor is at 80%.
1: (laughs) The thing is, though, like, Seattle people like to get on other cities and make fun of Florida and stuff. Like, you can't go to Golden Gardens and do the same thing. Now, look, you they have released or, you
2: know, relaxed some of the rules. You can go
1: golfing, groups of two.
2: I'm going on Friday. Shout out Hi. to John, one of our listeners that hit me up a while ago, and we go we golf together now.
1: Right, so you can go golfing, and they're not saying don't go to the parks. They're just saying be smart about it. This, all right, so this brings me to another point I wanted to bring up today. What? I read this whole article uh, on BuzzFeed. They just interviewed different doctors and uh, politicians kind of. And they were like, what are your feelings on people congregating in beaches and parks? And then one of them was just like, one of the final things was like, would you go? And they're like, yes. But just, I don't know. I know it sounds weird. People just got to be smart about it. And honestly, I think people should take the mask. You're going to hang out in a
0: crowded area, bring a mask. Dude, look, I'm with you. I don't think that people should yell out of quarantine. I'm totally on board with quarantine. I've been paranoid. I mean, I've been, you know, hitting the hand sanitizer and going like full Howard Hughes. But that being said, you know, I think at a certain point, the human condition is going to win out. But yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty easy if we all do a few simple things to beat this thing or at least ride it out until we get a vaccine. But that being said, I've just watched people not be very careful about, namely like, Things they're touching, like one after another, like door handles and, you know, check out like counters and groceries, stuff like that, and then touching their face. So I think, you know, I I don't know, man. I think our instincts to touch our face are going to keep this thing going for a while until we have a vaccine, personally.
1: But see, I mean, that's the other problem, too, is everybody has their thing they're particular about in this, right? Like, I'm kind of particular about the mask and this and that, and like not, you know, like Matt came by, right? Like, we hung out from a safe distance. Right. But I didn't have them in my home. Whereas I feel like some people don't care as much about that. And they'll, you know, it's like, I don't know. Basically the whole thing was one of the last questions too, was like, would, should people be angry that people aren't following specific rules? And it was like, well, no, like scolding people is not going to work.
0: I I get annoyed. I've told a couple people to back up. They get too close to me. Like strangers in public. Uh, One was a stranger. One was someone I knew. Okay. Vaguely knew. It's a guy who, actually, I don't really want to say his role, but, you know, we see each other in a work capacity maybe once every two weeks or something. Okay. Like, he's working and I'm working. We don't work together.
2: Gotcha. Probably.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a problem, like enforcing it a little bit. But, yeah, you're right. Like, I don't think you should be shouting people down or whatever, Ted. I'm with you.
1: Right, well, that's what I'm saying. If we're all at a park this weekend, six feet away, and you walk by or Matt walks by, and I go, hey, where's your f***ing mask? Right, like, does that help?
0: Yeah, that'd be a little much. But also, yeah, wearing your own mask kind of basically nullifies that. But, like, if if them not wearing their mask somehow, like, directly put you in danger, then it'd be – I guess they could, like, sneeze into your eyes or something weird. But, yeah, I'm with you. I'm not about to be a prick to people. But I definitely am invasive on those streets, man. Definitely invasive.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, look, I go back and forth with it, right? I always wear one if I go into a shop. And I generally wear one walking, but sometimes it's just me on the street. I'll just pull it down.
0: Wait, so are you working from the studio right now? Or are you working from yeah. your house? Oh, well, okay. I work
1: okay. from the studio and then I come back here. Right. So, I mean, gotcha. you know, I mean, that's like the five of us always talk about it. Everybody's like, are you doing anything on the weekends? Like, no, man. Like, I do Zoom calls. Like, I you know, this by the way, Cobb, Matt, you're more than welcome. Friday, I have the day off and I have a new grill arriving Thursday. So I will be grilling sausages. So if you have a fresh roll, come by and I'll put a sausage. Only using tongs. This is
2: Friday? Friday. Oh, I'll be golfing. Damn. That <laughs> right. sounds
0: Dude, great. Dude, I like that. I might have the day off Friday. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I do have the day off Friday. So uh, Dad, I may come by for a dog. Yeah, just bring a bun. I, oh, I was going to even bring some meats. Yeah, okay, cool. I haven't figured out a way. As I told a couple of my neighbors,
1: I'm like, you got to bring a bun. Because I haven't figured out a way. It's like I could give them one of mine, but then if I've been
0: touching it all, the whole package inside all night, like does that? Dude, just, just uh, I have gloves at the um, popcorn shop. I could bring some gloves. You could just, you know, with a mask and gloves, you could open up buns and put them out on some little like uh, tinfoil for people or something like that. I doable. Running a whole shop down here. That's what I'm saying, man. Just take some tips from daddy's dogs. You know, ironically,
1: I do have a rack of gloves, plastic gloves in my house.
0: Yeah, there you go, man. I mean, the like, food service industry is still running, you know, but just, yeah, you just got to clean up and be careful.
1: Yeah, I don't know. There was somewhere a point in there. Matt, who else is I in think- your room?
2: What? Who else is in your room? Oh, maybe he wants to say Hi. Oh, shit. <laughs> no. Mitch, I love the beard. Hola. Yeah, my dad's <laughs> down here hanging out. All right. Yeah, well, you took Wait, your head. To... Cinco de Mayo. Oh, it is Cinco de Mayo. It is. Yeah, claro, claro. May, the fourth, may the fourth have been with you.
0: <laughs> now we're on to Cinco de Mayo.
1: Mitch, when we're done this podcast, we'll stop recording. And we'll do a shot of tequila as I have tequila. You got tequila.
0: You know, it's, it's been told. And, and, you know, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to go a little bit with the, whoa, uh, uh, lightning and thunder here. Uh, trying to go a little bit with the uh, most interesting man alive, you know. I don't often drink tequila, but when I have a beard, I do.
2: I've never seen him with a beard in 33 years.
0: Never had one in uh, more years than that
2: quarantine's wild yes
1: all right yeah mitch we'll drink that shot when we're done this and it's uh the most interesting man in the world you're getting there (laughs) (laughs) yeah so kyle that's what i'm saying like i I don't know i don't know what the answer is people are golf like there's certain things open i think people just have to use some like personal judgment
0: yeah sure and i'm i mean you know i i i've noticed being downtown seattle a lot um I've noticed that each day there's about 10%, 10 to 20% more traffic on the streets, whether that's cars or people walking. So it seems like people are kind of phasing back in. But what I've noticed is the adherence to the masks thing has gone way down. In Riverside County, it was 100%. To even go into a store, you have to have one. In Seattle today, I honestly would say it was 25%, which was sad to see. And that's the thing is, um, you know, for me too, I was starting to get like, I was just like, you know, I was like, man, maybe I'm being crazy. Maybe I'm being over the top. And then I read this story about this guy in West Seattle. Um, He's 51 years old. And in the last week and a half, he lost both of his sisters and his mom. He had to write three obituaries and plan three funerals. And I was like, whoa, okay, this thing is real. It's in our community. And I need to continue to be careful, if not for me, for the people I come in contact with who are older or more vulnerable. So that being said, stay vigilant but I do think people are going to YOLO. Oh, yeah. I do think they are going to go crazy. Yeah, I feel like I've gotten a lot of texts from, from in the last couple of days of people just being like, I'm going crazy at my house, man. Even on the thread, someone was talking about it. and like, I'm going crazy at my house. Like, I just can't do this anymore. A lot of type A personalities that just like, they're running out of stuff to do, man. It's crazy that people are having this much trouble being alone with themselves. Honestly, Ted, in some ways, I feel like you and I have been training for this for years as, uh, what's it called? As alley cats, man. Like, well, also, i feel like i could do a lot of time solo
1: if i need to here's my thing too i told somebody i'm not trying to be mean but like and i get it people are like i gotta get out of the house of so this and that it's like for your mental health right like yeah like but is your mental health more important than a lot of other people's there's a lot of people you know i mean you know my mom's going on walks and stuff but i mean she's been in the house you know for 40 some days now yeah that's tough Oh yeah So, I mean, I get where people are coming from, but also, like, don't go too crazy. There's a lot of people that aren't going out at all.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. you remember that movie Castaway? Yeah. That's what it's starting to feel like, man. People are just losing their minds at home, talking to volleyballs and coconuts. I was going to
2: say, I usually have a little soccer ball around here. (laughs) Oh, Wilson? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Did my mic just pick up that thunder? No, not. no, It sounded like a bomb went off outside just now. This is wild over here.
1: <laughs> I was wondering what you were looking at.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's been some big flashes of lightning and like loud thunder. That's why like, you see my face doing being all like and I, I was wondering if you guys could actually hear the thunder because it is super loud. But you know, just fun weather, Ted. I'm glad to be on a zoom with you when I'm uh, looking at the some crazy weather.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, by the way, uh, did anybody stay up last night to watch the uh, first pitch, the first live sport? No, what was it? The Korean uh-huh. baseball organization, the KBO Did you, Ted? Uh, I watched the first three innings. You're damn right, I did Wow. And- you- <laughs> How 2020 is this, right? So the Korean Baseball League is like, hey, we're going to start, like, no fans, like this and that. Everybody's fired up. ESPN signs a contract they can air them in, like, you know, in the U.S., right? And there was a rain delay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's been wild watching The Last Dance, Uh, like, just getting hyped about sports, like, because that's so notably absent in my life that. Sunday night's getting to watch that Jordan documentary. It's like that level of excitement uh, is just like so familiar. And like, I don't know. It's an awesome documentary. I've been loving it.
1: Kyle, I can't remember. Have you, have you watched it or no?
0: Uh, no, I watched um, the trailer for it. I thought it looked really cool, but I don't have, um, when it's on ESPN in the US and yeah. Netflix everywhere else. Yeah, I don't have, um, I don't have a paid VPN Um, for Netflix I don't have uh, uh, ESPN or any sort of subscription. Is it on Netflix everywhere else? It's on Netflix on the rest of the world. Yeah, so you can get like a paid VPN and you can watch it on like, you know, Russian Netflix or whatever if you want. I just i am not at that level right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to hack the system to see Jordan (laughs) just yet. But yeah, I haven't had a lot of time on my hands. Uh, So I'll I'll watch it at some point though. I can't say that I'm a Jordan fan. But what I am a fan of is the 95 and 97 so- Seattle Supersonics. And so I'll watch it just for some, some shots of my man, the glove, and obviously uh, Detlef and the Rain Man. Man, do they even have a Detlef
1: shot? They they did not give too much love to the Sonics in it. Not yet.
0: No. Is that uh, coming I, up? Yeah. No, I've heard there's not much. But, I, I mean, just they were against them in, like, what the NBA Finals in – was that 95, I think? So – I don't know. Oh yeah, no! By the honestly, end of
2: it, <laughs> what's that? I know the Bulls beat the Sonics at some point, but it hasn't come up in the documentary. And they've touched. They're gonna. I think they're gonna touch on all the finals wins. Yeah, you're right. I believe they, they
0: beat them twice. I believe they beat them in the NBA Finals in '95, and then in some major game, we had a playoff or a regular season game to decide if they went to the playoffs in '97. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yet you're right. If they played him in the finals, it was probably right because they just went through like '93 with Charles Barkley and like Phoenix. That's right. a crazy. Oh league. yeah, Charles. That was crazy. Barkley. Charles Barkley was the league MVP that year. Like I mean, I remember Chuck, but I didn't. I I forget how good he was.
0: It's a powerhouse. Yeah, Phoenix Suns, man.
1: A round mound the rebound.
0: <laughs> yeah, they had uh, uh, the Orlando Magic with Shaq on there. Yet that was a power team too.
1: Yeah, but they only. Uh, somebody real technical here when when jordan's playing they show the magic because they beat the magic in like the eastern conference but the magic went to a finals but lost to the houston rockets those were the two years jordan wasn't like playing or whatever it wasn't in the Hmm. right because there's one year he didn't play a whole year or whatever yeah it's just funny like that's the other thing people forget as soon as jordan left
0: houston won two in a row yeah, dude, that's the uh, that's the controversy and, and I would be really interested to hear what you guys think since you're big sports fans, Ted especially. You know how Jordan went to play baseball for a year or whatever? Yeah. Um so the rumor has always been that he was gambling on his own games and he left the le- he was he was asked to leave the league for a year, but the NBA didn't want a black eye from him leaving. Do you know if there's any truth to that? Now I would say none. No no truth
1: to it? Yeah. Like it used to seem that way, but Matt, you can disagree. Like they he talks about the gambling. He brought it up in one of the episodes. But it's more of just like, dude, you can just tell some of his dad? Well, it no, the dad does it's the sec the dad's like the second hammer to drop, but he's just spent. He's tired of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he he can't go anywhere. It's just it's insanity. And he's the biggest like star on the planet. So then, yeah. Once his dad dies, it really—he was already teetering on that line of break, breaking. So once his dad passed, it was like, screw this. I got to try something else.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I know he likes to gamble. Um, I don't think he. Um, my dad just said this actually, but I also don't think that he ever. Uh, I don't think he he ever threw a game. I don't know that if he did, I wouldn't be surprised if he bet on himself. And that's went out heard, and did it. It was spent on himself. Um, for himself. Yeah. Um, because he is just a a nut job gambler. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it it make the official story makes enough sense, and with the amount of time that's gone by, like that would be a big ass cover up to like. Someone – there would have been some more, like, concrete corroboration of, of that theory by this point, I feel like. That's so the I'm guy that told. did the documentary,
1: made a point of saying, like, look, we were trying to be nice to Michael. We weren't even going to bring up the gambling. He's like, Michael made a point to bring it up. I mean, Matt, you saw the episode. He goes, look, like, yeah, I like to gamble. And he gambles on everything. It's, I mean, it's not just about the amounts. He just wants to beat people. But he was like, I never gambled on basketball.
0: Is that where the – because you gave a very confident no. Is that where that comes from, is from the doc or from someone else? From the guy
1: that made the doc being like, Michael Jordan specifically said, we're putting this in. Like, I want my side out. I used to believe those theories. But when you see it, like, look, Michael Jordan does not look like a very nice person in all this stuff. But also, like, he was the best player on the planet. So he's just like, yeah, I could go out and play 36 holes and gamble and then go play basketball.
0: Does, uh, does seeing the documentary and how much pressure was on Jordan like make you respect LeBron anymore? Because he's had no scandals, I feel like. Yo, yeah. 100%. Same. I've always been pretty impressed that he's been able to walk the line. Like being as big as he was, as young as he was, pretty impressive. Yeah. But also LeBron, I mean, frankly,
1: LeBron's just not the same dick that Michael Jordan was.
0: Yeah, to- totally. But, I mean, ego has got to play a role for anyone being that much of a super athlete, you know, known nationwide from when they were, like, 16 or whatever. Yeah, but Jordan's petty.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: petty to this
1: day. Dude. He's like, I still fucking hate Isaiah Thomas.
2: Dude, I was going to say, that's my favorite <laughs> really? subplot of yeah. the whole thing.
1: Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. When you watch his documentary, Cobb, like, he puts in stuff to make himself look good, but that's why I also, I, I 100% get the gambling thing now. He's like, look. I gamble on a ton. I like to drink. I didn't gamble. I didn't gamble on basketball. And by that point, everybody had learned from Lion Ass Pete
0: Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah, on the sport. Yeah, you're not wrong.
2: I like it's that also, Jeremy Roenick story too. Wasn't that where I heard about this? It was from you, Ted, on the cast? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But what I mean, is it? Jeremy Roenick, uh, this famous uh, hockey player. By the way, also yes. Oh, no, yeah, I also found out that peanut butter whiskey I've been drinking, I think it's Jeremy Roenick's. Really? Yes. Far out. So the story is, Cobb, kind of when he's playing in Chicago, right? I think I think we told you this. It'll make sense. So Roenick's like, let's go play golf. They play 18 holes, drink a bunch of beers. I don't know the exact number. But Ronick had won money off Jordan. So Jordan's like, well, let's run it back. Let's play another 18. And he's like, don't you have to play in like a playoff game tonight against Cleveland? And Jordan just like, yeah, it'll be fine. And, like, I, he probably said something more arrogant. But either way, he ends up beating Ronick. They pound a bunch more beer. And then he goes and
2: drops 40 that night.
0: Jesus. After having beer all day? That's honestly crazy.
2: Like, being in the sun drinking beer all day. That's pretty impressive. And then dropping 40 in an NBA playoff game.
0: Yeah. Damn, man. I had heard that the Bulls, like, partied. And that was kind of part of their thing. Is like, they almost, like, didn't have that. Fear of losing because they were, like, hung over for a lot of the games. Rodman's talked about that in some interviews. But that's honestly a wild story to basically show up drunk and win a playoff game. Dude, everybody that
1: thinks they have, like, swag or this or that now, like, I kind of forgot. It's almost all taught by Jordan. And when you watch that special, like, he has his own room by the last, like, year. Nobody goes in there. And then, like, when he decides practice is over, it's over. He grabs Scotty, they grab beers, and they go play f- golf. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, like they did not have to put in the gambling stuff. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, he is petty, man. I mean, all right, real quick, just so you haven't seen it, but here's his pettiness, right? Not only does he still hate people that he played with years ago, right? There might have been people, Cobb, you've talked about you had that Big rival in high school and this and that. And arch rival, arch rival. Yes. Right? After a while, you're like, all right, right? Sweet. Yeah, we're cool now. He's he's Michael Jordan. Everybody knows he's arguably the greatest athlete of any sport. He won't let it go. <laughs> he used to. So they had in the back of the plane or whatever. Him and a couple of dudes would play for thousands of dollars. And there was a bunch of dudes in the front that would play like dollar hands. Play and they, what? They, play cards. Yeah, playing cards. And they said that Jordan would come up and be like, can I play with you guys? And they were like, Michael, you don't want to play with us. Like, we're only playing for like a few bucks. And he's like, it's not about the money. I just want your money in my
0: pocket. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's honestly wild. Yeah,
1: like seriously, if we were at Matt's, if we were over at Mitch's house, and I beat Michael Jordan in beer pong, he wouldn't leave till he had beaten me and somehow won a bet.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have heard of some of those stories where they're like playing pool till like four in the morning and he's like paying the bar to stay open and stuff like that to win. And just crazy stories.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's insanity. The coin game. Oh my
1: God. Right. All right. Anyhow, we're doing a sales pitch for it now. So Korean baseball is my new thing. <laughs> All right. What else did I want to talk about? Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I watched Korean baseball – oh, the opening pitch for the Korean Baseball League after the rain delay, because they're trying to be real careful, and I'm not even messing with you guys. They had a kid come out to the mound in a bubble, and then they had him walk in the bubble, the ball, up to the catcher, and the catcher, like, high-fived him through the bubble.
0: What? Yeah. Jesus. What a, man? What a time to be alive, boys! What a time to be alive! God, It was, wow. So funny, man. It was wild. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
1: Real live bubble uh, boy, and he, they had him in knee pads in case he fell. They had him in knee pads. <laughs> How old is this kid? Don't even tell. I mean, I look at you! you look? You can look it up at your computer, your phone. I'm talking to you. It's. Un, I mean. And I know, it, Matt, I know it sounds hilarious, but I'm not even kidding with you. And when I watched it, I was like, hmm, all right, so maybe that's what they got to do in the majors. I don't know. If we can get live sports back, put a boy in a bubble, let's do the whole thing.
2: Whatever it takes. Get us ready symbolic. for sports.
1: That's the other thing. Korea is was kind of on the same timeline as the States. I won't get into that, but y'all know what I mean. And then uh, – <laughs> So if this works, that'll be a very good sign. If this works, and then the Bundesliga starting on the 15th, if they can actually pull this off, that'll give a lot more hope so we can have sports back.
0: Well, dude, you've heard about the uh, Las Vegas mayor's plan, right? I have not. So she was saying basically, how about, like, we have all these hotels sitting empty in Vegas. We have two brand-new stadiums. Uh, why don't we just host the leagues for this season? They come in. You know, they're all in one city, so they don't have to fly and travel. And they just play their games. We basically have, you know, games on TV all day. They play against each other. They're all quarantined there and uh, no fans.
1: In. I mean, that's what the NBA was talking about doing to Disney World. I'm 100% in. Get it, Vegas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, I thought it sounded like a pretty reasonable idea. It seems like it could work. And then we'd have, like, 24-hour soccer and baseball and stuff. It'd be cool. I mean, right. Like, and, look. If there's one
1: silver lining or great thing to come out of this I'm taking, I, when I say great, I'm saying that facetiously, is that, Matt, I'm hoping maybe next, who knows when sports are going to start, but what about a February or March? And I think Cobb was on this call with uh, my, a couple people. Like, what if there's a month where all four major sports are playing and soccer's playing, like the MLS? Like, I was like, that would be unbelievable. Just every night, what are you going to watch tonight? Like, I don't know. Am I going to watch the Hawks, the Sounders, or the Mariners? Wow. <laughs> And
0: the Sonics come back.
2: Right, and there's
0: NBA. Uh, yeah, man. At this point, dude, I'm not counting anything out. Anything could happen. All the chips are on the table. That's what I love. Like, it's, I mean, we could see, you know, something as wild as the collapse of the U.S. dollar and a breaking up of, like, individual, you know, regional countries all the way up to and including, like, the LA Rams having to go into bankruptcy because they're getting sued by all their players. Like anything could happen at this point. <laughs> it's funny you say
1: that, and I've had a couple beers now. But if the LA Rams went into bankruptcy, I would be so happy because Stan Kroenke doesn't give a crap about Arsenal and he owns them too.
0: Dude, he owns like nine teams. It's insanity. Wow. Have you looked at the roster he owns? He owns the Colorado Avalanche. I know. I want to say the Rock. Yeah, a bunch of teams. Right. It's absurd. If you if you people if, if you haven't seen it just. Look him up on Wikipedia. It's unbelievable. Kroenke's the worst, man.
1: And then the thing is, he only cares about the Rams. He doesn't care what Arsenal does. And Arsenal's a bigger brand than the Rams worldwide.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's a, like a, what's it called, the USA guy. So he probably just doesn't care what goes on over there. Yeah. All right, Cobb, let's read some emails. All right. Uh, just so you guys know, I won't be able to see you during this because I have them up. So if you're making hand signs to me, I won't see them. Um hey boys, greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. To the Ted Smith. As a UPS driver, I put a lot of miles in my boots. I found that doubling up the socks is a great way to prevent blisters. Not bad. Uh, I think that yeah, that was relative to your running thing. Actually, also, Ted, they do make technical running socks that are pretty good. Swiftwick makes a good one. And uh there's a company out of Vermont, some sort of wool company also Smart makes wool. one. But yeah, uh, no, it's not Smart Wool. Their socks drive me honestly insane. Uh, it's um, I tried Smart yeah, Wool. I think it's like Vermont Tough or something like that. I would grab mine. But oh in darn the tough! Right now. Darn tough. That's what it is. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Takab, an air fryer is to a convection oven, as a toaster is to a regular oven. Okay, so it's but is like what? That doesn't even make sense.
2: So it's like a smaller ver- version. Version. Right. Is a convection oven not a regular oven? No.
0: Oh, is it just convection it is.
2: use uh, like
0: um. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, that actually makes sense to me because you can get like those infrared burners. Interesting. Uh, Dick, the UPS guy. Uh, preventing blisters. Wow, Ted, hot topic. Uh, thanks for continuing to crank Woo. out content, boys. Just got done listening to the latest at-home episode, uh, and when I started running a few years ago, I would get blisters constantly. I tried Band-Aids, Moleskine, bliss stop, but I kept getting blisters. I then learned about Body Glide, which has helped a ton. I put it on the arches of my feet, and it's been a lifesaver. Ted, that's that stuff they use for, like, uh, that professional cyclists use. Um, All right. Plus it helps to put it on your thighs to help with the dreaded uh, chub rub. Chub rub. I I also went to the (laughs)
1: (laughs) – what's that? I just know it very well from high school football,
0: man. Oh, man, you got chub rub again. You know I do. (laughs) I also went to the Brooks Running Store in Fremont, and I think that's – oh, yeah, so Brooks has, like, their headquarters there. Now The Brooks Running Store in Fremont, and they have you run on a treadmill while you're hooked up to some sensors, and they fit a shoe to you based on how your feet touch the ground with each step. Also, I bought – that sounds awesome. I would actually do that. I also bought a right sock, double layer socks, which allow the two layers of socks to slide along each other instead of sliding along your skin, which is a major cause of blisters. Even though they're a double layer sock, they don't feel thick and are quite comfortable. I started off running just a mile or two, uh, but I completed the Seattle half marathon over the winter with a respectable time, which I never would have thought about entering just a couple years ago. Uh, So just remember that every journey begins with a single step, much like going on a run. Cheers, hoagie. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I, mean, I like
1: that. Today's National yeah. Hobie Day. Really? Yeah, I think it's for sandwiches, but yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> I like it. What was that? What are you guys talking? Okay. You're good. Oh, I heard. Okay. Uh, uh, greetings to the Grace Podcast and all the land. All the land. All the land. I've been listening for a while, but this is my first time sending an email. Love these. Uh, as, I was hoping it would be relationship advice. Uh, as for the song that gives me chills, it's Way Firth by Slipknot. A little intense, but all I can say is, wow. I came across this song after my ex cheated on me. I was done listening to sad songs, and songs like this helped me express the anger and disgust I felt after it all. I think Matt would like it, but uh, look up the lyrics. I you love a it. a real smile? Uh, Oh, and here's the lyric they dropped. You want a real smile or the one I used to practice not to feel like a failure? You can uh, feel Corey Taylor's anger in that lyric, and it gives me chills even now. Anyway, thanks for adapting to our new lifestyle and continuing to do what you do. From Alec, a.k.a. The Milkman, a.k.a. your listener from Chattanooga.
2: What? Nice. Dude, Slipknot and you drop at the very end that you're listening from Tennessee? Dude, thank you for that email. That is awesome. We look back on dear old Rocky
0: time. Dude, those are my favorite emails. Go ahead, Ted. Sorry, I I can't see you. No, that's all right, man. Uh, You know, oddly, we can still see you. Yeah, yeah, I had my email up on my screen, so I can't see you. (laughs) I know when you said that, I thought it meant you were going to disappear, and I was like, does he
1: know we can still see him? (laughs) No, I was just going to say, whenever we get an email from Tennessee, I'm going to go, we look back on dear old Rocky time.
0: Dude, I just love when like somebody random, especially from a place other than Washington, emails us who hasn't emailed us before. Like I don't know, just to know that like guys like Miami Jake are out there thriving. Just, I don't know, puffs <laughs> <Touch> me <laughs> out, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, wraps it up for emails.
2: Uh, should we check in with what's in? Sure. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, it's been a. Uh, we're not. We're not. Bob into the fake song this week. There you go. Yeah, uh, it's been uh, well. The weekend was, you know, bagging more popcorn, helping out my boy. You know, I was talking to uh, to Cobb on the way in there. Ted, uh, well, I was thinking about it on the way in there, and I was telling Cobb like, just driving out there psyching myself up listening to body count drinking a bang energy like ready for a a big day you know massive massive bag production right and i just felt like i wanted to bring that undrafted white receiver energy to the popcorn shop and i brought those intangibles you know grit hard work effort dedication attitude mindset and Mm -hmm. uh yeah knocked it out had a great time you forgot sneaky athletic. <laughs> sneaky athletic. <laughs> There's so many of those terms. It's one of my favorite things in sports. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was, it was a ton of fun. Uh, my dad came back into town this week, so that's been cool. We got some projects around the house to work on. Um, you know, done a few things here and there, but, uh, dude – Today, I was in Costco for one of those projects in the Tire Center, and we were talking about the masks earlier. This dude came in, and Costco, you're supposed to be required to wear a mask. I don't know what's going on in the Tire Center. They didn't stop this guy from coming in without a mask, but he also didn't have f***ing shoes on. Just walking to to a public place. In a pandemic with no shoes. I mean I I had to just respect it and like give the guy twelve feet of social distance. But I was just like, dude, you are just living on a on another planet of not giving a F. It was like I don't know if I would say respect it, but I do agree I'd stay at least twelve feet away from
1: it. <laughs> right, he's got corona for sure. He's patient yeah. zero. All right. He 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 has other like normal like viruses too. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so that was probably the wildest thing I've seen all week was, like, a dude walking into a public place with no shoes today. Um, Yeah, so other than that, I mean, guys, what do we do? It's what's maddening, like, quarantine's what's maddening all all the time. Like, I still like doing the segment because I have stuff to talk about. But, yeah, Um, having, having activities on the weekend, just bagging popcorn, is, like, I look forward to it because it's just, like, compared to just every day being exactly the same. It's nice to get in there, get some work done. You know, you want to – it's fun working with friends. And so I enjoy it, you know, and, and like helping Cobb out. So just been having a great time. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it works.
1: I mean, listen, I don't think anybody's going to be- get on you if the What's Mattman segment isn't as exciting. it's are <laughs> nothing
2: quarantine.
1: <laughs> what do you want them to do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean next week the highlight's gonna be like I drove by Ted's and he had on gloves and a mask and gave me a sausage. <laughs> 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 all, right, all
0: right,
1: guess it's about that time. <laughs> boop, doop,
2: doop, <laughs> boop doop doop boop boop Cob
0: topic. Cob topic. Alright, boys. This is actually what I've been camping on for a while now, but with Matt sitting in the room with his dad, I feel like it's time. Yes! <laughs> So, I don't know, okay, so I do have one question for you, Ted, which has to do with just, like, what we're actually allowed to say. Um, <laughs> so, could you give me a euphemism for um, a woman's chest? Or whatever you guys are able to say on, on air. You mean besides, like, boobs? Are we allowed to say boobs? Yeah, of course. You just oh, great, say. okay. You can't say the one Oh, the T one. Okay. Triple cool. T. We're talking. Yeah. We're talking about racks. We're talking about boobs. Can I say the uh, medical term? Yeah. Talk about breasts, you know, all the good stuff. Melons. Okay. Jugs. J- yeah. Jugs, cans, melons. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, women got them. We love them. Let's be honest. So whatever. I've been camping on this one for a while. And here's, here's a real question. I do, you know, sometimes like, I don't know. Sometimes people will kind of be like weird about emailing us. I want to hear your story with this one, especially. All right, here's what it is. So what I want to know is tell me about like the situation or the person, like what stands out to you? The first set of boobs you ever saw Root Can I take this one, Matt?
1: Go, go ahead, Ted. Sure. Uh, a small film directed by Spike Lee called Do the Right Thing. Now, in that movie, the main character's name is Mookie, right? And at one point, it's very really hot outside. and He goes to his apartment to see his girlfriend, one woman named Rosie Perez. And it's very hot out. There's a fan. He pulls out ice cubes, and he, roll, and he put an ice cube on her breast and on her nipple. So that's the first one I really remember with Accuracy.
0: All right. And Ted, once Matt goes, I want your first in person, too.
2: Oh. <laughs> That's what right. You got, I, Matt, forgot I, I forgot I said that this weekend when we were working. Um, Yeah. So I was uh, in New Hampshire for a summer doing summer school. And uh school. on this, huh? Summer
1: school, huh? That's what you want.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was a little more, you know they called it a camp school is like <laughs> Wolfboro camp school, but it used to be called Wolfboro correction school, but it was a good time. Um, kind of like a mix of like disciplinary, but we, we had field trips and you know, it wasn't the most intense, like lockdown facility type. One of these places that exist out there, but, um, on one of these field trips, one of the girls from the camp, uh, that was a year older than me. um, I don't even remember like I I wasn't involved in the pers- there was like a group of guys and she decided to to flash us based on the kindness of her wow. soul maybe some influence but it was behind the snack shack of wherever we were at and I can't remember exactly what like snack out in that most. was God damn it Ted <laughs> So, yeah, behind some snack shack in in New Hampshire, some girl. I know her name. I'm not going to say it, even though it's a common one. But, like, yeah, this is, yeah, very gracious of her. What, my, my apologies. Was it supposed to be in person? No,
0: either way. Either way. I just, you know, but, yeah, if you have a good in-person one, too, I could give you a little more time. I got mine. I will say her name first only, Marissa. And here's the thing. You think about Eskimos, right? They have, like. Fifty words for snow because there's a bunch of different types of snow and if you're seeing it all the time you can tell the difference well i would say in that same vein there's different words for a woman's breast and the first set that i ever saw she was in her window looking out at my friend and i asian woman and the only way the word that best describes these honestly is bazongas these things were massive boys we're talking about a double d and it was just like I mean, I remember it clear as it was yesterday, truly. And these things were huge. She was hanging out of her window, just boom, just hit the boys with the goods, and then you know we we'd snuck out. So it was late at night. Yeah, it was beautiful. Ted, in person? Yeah, oh,
1: man. I'm just thinking about all the stories. I had the movie version that I'm trying to remember if in person was the first time a flashing or the first time I saw him on a girl. Hmm. Yep. So I'm like going back and forth. Like, how old was I? Yeah.
0: Well, that's, you know, and like, I, I don't remember forward. how old. Yeah, the ahead.
1: first pair I saw and could uh uh, uh inter- interact with.
0: Fondle. The word you're looking for is fondle, Ted Smith.
1: You know what else was there present that night? And this won't shock you boys. Pizza. We had a pizza afterwards. <laughs> Like, I'm tired from all this heavy petting. I better get a pizza. The capital P. <laughs> Easy now, fella.
0: Dude, when, when we panic, we go to our training, man. I totally get it. Like, we go to our lowest level training. And you're like, boom, pizza. <laughs> Did you see how excited I
1: was to talk about Rosie Perez and do the right thing? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Matt, can you I take this one? Of, yeah. yeah, what was uh, – you guys remember True Lies? That was a good one, too. Arnold Schwarzenegger.
2: Jamie oh, Lee yeah. Curtis, you mean? Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis. That's what I'm and, saying. Yeah.
1: But there, uh, who was the other hot chick in that one? Tia Carrara? Oh, she know. was really hot. I think that might have been her, right? Because there's that scene where they're both hanging off from the thing, and they have long legs and short skirts from the helicopter. Man,
2: it's great oh, right about those '90s girls, man. How about Carmen <laughs> oh, yes. Electra in the Last Dance? Wow, still got it. Yeah. I heard. All right, we're not going down this route. You know what? I think we're going to end right
1: here. Again, <laughs> I changed my room. I was going to hang out with Christy Teigen. Foods were important this week. Who knows? All right. So that's home episode, whatever Matt numbers home. And I thank you, Matt. Uh, yeah. I forget how I wrap this up, but for uh, MCTP for COM, I'll be Ted Smith. I'm this is the podcast. Cheers. Uh,
2: so cool.